0: Oh, yeah, I think we're ready, yeah. yeah. All right. All right. Uh, well, he- hello, everybody. Welcome to the... Hey. hey. <laughs> Welcome to this week's episode of The Epic Life uh, with your boy, Donnie, over here. And I got my cohort in crime, as always,
1: Mr. Kieran Culkin. How are you doing, brother? Hey, bro. <laughs> I am good. So, apparently, I look like Kieran Culkin, which I had never thought of it, but you brought it up to me the other day, and I, I can kind of see it now.
0: And I'll be the Pedro Pascal to your Kieran, so... Oh, there we go. Perfect. What <laughs> of those who oh, no, don't know, also, uh, he's... Uh, uh, breaking in a lot of awards this award season and the TV with the famous show Succession. I forget. Did you see Succession? You I've only
1: that? seen like six episodes of season one and a phenomenal show, phenomenal writing. Just I I didn't fully invest it and then I usually just kind of drop off around that point because yeah. I've tried it twice. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, you probably remember his character in that movie or than that
1: show. I I don't know. I thought his character Total was... a Total piece of shit. <laughs> but he plays it so well. It's <laughs> he plays insane.
0: it so well. Oh, man. He's definitely well-deserved be getting these awards uh, here lately. But, uh, no, I, I, I made that observation the other day. I was like, Jeremy looks kind of like Kieran, uh, <laughs> But, no, I, I would take that as a compliment as well. Uh, but, no, excited to be here today.
1: Um, uh, we're actually yeah, filming this, recording this, before the big Super Bowl. Yeah, that is uh, tomorrow. Yeah. Um, and this is also the first time that we recorded in your podcast studio at your new apartment.
0: Yes, that I built all by myself. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm uh, just uh, using it. i moved into a new complex. Yeah, life is great over here. Um, the vibes are wonderful. And yeah, the fact that they have a podcast room just really goes to show you where this industry is going. Oh, I that's know. Cool, right?
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and they have the equipment's insane. Like we've taken the last probably hour or two just to like mess around with it, figure it out. And it's, it's fucking fascinating.
0: Dude, yeah, love it. Uh, but yeah, excited to see you. Where this continues to go and grow, but um, <clears throat> yeah, very excited about today's episode. Jeremy, do you want to kind of uh, fill us in exactly what we were kind of discussing and how you wanted to t- tackle today?
1: Well, yeah, well, just kind of outline like you and I. Whenever we collaborate, we we can we kind of just throw an idea out there first, right? And so, and whenever you and I do talk, it's usually like through voice notes or whatever, um, and that's where the ideas come from. So. Whenever I brought this up, I was actually going through um, kind of a a lot of uh, meditation on like mental health and and on like meditating on mortality. And then I kind of spun it to figure out how we can live life happier. So I kind of brought that up to you and you brought back the idea of happiness and success because from your perspective, those are kind of, the, they they go hand in hand, right? I
0: go hand in hand a little bit because again, for me personally as well, because when you said this, it's, first off, it's amazing how symmetrical our minds are like, because yeah. we kind of tasked each other like, what do you want to talk about this next week? And you say success I'm just like well, to me, I kind of fill in that w- with the word happiness, because I think a big part of my growth over the past four, four and a half years after going through some, you know, darker times and tough times um, is, kind of yeah, just like being not obsessed, but like really kind of thinking like, uh, why am I not happy? You know, just trying to seek happiness. And um, as we kind of continue to talk here, I, I feel like that I was looking for the wrong thing. You know, yeah. I was like kind of looking for happiness when, so there's more to it than just that. So I think when you bring up the idea of success or seeking success, like what is that, right? Is that kind of what you were
1: thinking of? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I, I, for me, it's so important because I had the same thing, right? Like a couple of years ago, whenever I, I was essentially living in other people's places because I didn't have I, I didn't have a home there for a little while. Um I I learned what success looks like to me. And I realized just how subjective that is. We live we live in a weird time where like we are constantly just inundated with these with the idea that success is like chasing your side hustles and 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 needing to to go after to, to chase more and to always be grinding and all this to be honest to me it's <laughs> it's, it's horse shit because not everyone is wired that way and don't get me wrong financial security is a wonderful thing it truthfully is but finding your own idea of success and defining that is what i believe can feed into your own happiness more than anything else
0: that is a whole nother level because yeah i think correct me if i'm wrong um i think i agree with you is like the the stereotype out there is like, yeah, like, yeah, hustle, hustle, like, you know, side hustle, this side hustle, like, I'm Ubering on the side, I'm bartending on the weekends, whatever it might be. Drop um, shipping. Um, and, drop shipping. I've heard yeah. that one a lot. Yeah. Um. But, but it's like, at this, what are you sacrificing? Is that, it's like, is that really getting you ahead? You know, like, it's just like, because again, I think I had to overcome the idea of that, and really, just like, what is making me happy inside? Like, you really just have to listen to yourself, and I think a lot of it ties to self awareness, which we've we've talked as well. But like, your gut will tell you if this is what you really want or not. Yeah. And I don't know. I, I think you just have to kind of create your own definition of su- success. Is that kind of what you had
1: to do? Oh, absolutely, I did, and that took some time, right? Like, I I didn't just one day wake up and be like, oh, these are my values, and this is like. It took a lot of playing back to self-awareness it took a lot of um mental energy to categorize who i am as a person because like you can talk to 10 different people that you know and they might all have a different perception of who you are
0: mm-hmm. because
1: of how they interact with you like my coworkers don't know this side of me god <laughs> you know like my best friends you included you guys see the more pensive side the one who wants to be curious and talk about important things but also you know i'm lighthearted. like and, and I joke around, but Andrew has seen me whenever I'm fucking, you know, like going through hard stuff. So like we all have different ideas of, of what another person is. So I think it's incredibly crucial that when you decide to to define your values and define what your success means, you have to really sit with that for a while and, and almost calibrate for a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: And I think for me, <clears throat> again, because like in my 20s, when i did kind of my, my last business venture which yeah lasted about five years you know almost half a decade mm-hmm. just about half a decade and uh <clears throat> i mean to be we were chasing meaning with what our our group team i wait and and what we did uh but i would be lying if i didn't say there was still a money aspect in my head like chasing well
1: of course there is yeah you're, you're an adult you're you're trying to figure it out that's when i'm in, like my early
0: mid-20s you know like yeah. can, it's just like the hustle and dream and yeah like if you're not you know, rich, you're dying and get rich, die trying. I just saw all these little slang things and whatnot. But I mean, it was like, again, like everything is, it's, there's meaning and a purpose uh, and lessons to be learned from it. And I think over the last four years, um, like say, since that project, all I've done is I've wrote my book, which was very, Kind of a self meditating thing as well. That's so cool, dude. holy <laughs> shit, it's so cool. Um, yeah, just very uh, cathartic and just, uh, just really. But again, when you do things like that, it really accesses your mind and your emotions, but also like your body and your gut and what you're feeling. Um, but what it really taught me was a sense of purpose, and I, I just like I want my next project to be. And I think, I think you'll know passion and love when you know when you're not even getting paid for it you know what I mean? Like uh, that, like, like, even like us right now, like if we ever make a dime, doing this, I, this is the one of the best things I've ever done. Cause it's the most perp. One of the, it is, it is the most purpose-driven thing I've done in my is life. It's
1: the most value aligned project the, the I've know, ever done. I've endeavor ever done. that you've gone on. Yeah.
0: yeah. And I can't wait. Like this and beyond of whatever I do, it, it's just gonna, it's, it's gonna be, I have to feel the way that I'm, doing things like right right like right like right now. I mean, yeah. it's, it's got to be that if it's not, I don't know I don't want to do it. And I think old me would have been like what's the money or the ROI on it and um, what what can you all chase but like when you chase purpose and meaning and again value driven, like that's when magic happens. And then
1: you really cuz you really don't care what things come, you no, know. Absolutely. And I think there's a big freedom level to that. Oh dude, it is so liberating. Like I can tell you and I'll go back to like whenever I did my first podcast, which is, uh, what did I even call it? Um, Perpetually Positive is what oh, I called it. Yeah. It started off called This Side of Happy, which I thought was a little like clunky. So then I changed it, you know, after a little bit. Um, and those episodes are still on Spotify. Like if you want to go listen, Ooh. it was me by myself. So like, and you know, this was over a year ago. Um, it, it was a very fun endeavor for me. But like then I, it, it kind of, just fell off because I realized that like the purpose I was putting into it, it was wonderful, but it was, it wasn't bringing like the connection that I get from doing this with you. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like that is a critical part of doing this. So like finding your purpose is going to take some time. It's going to take, it's going to take some understanding of who you are and then Once you get to that point, you're you're like I have been elated all day. Like you've you've seen me all day. (laughs) We've been jacked up on coffee. uh, Yeah. I mean, I had coffee for the first like coffee with caffeine because I've been doing decaf has been like I'm just I feel like I'm on another level right now. Like just doing this with you and being like excited. Yeah. I'm just so excited. And and I just I can't implore people enough to really meditate. Sit for some time with what you want your life to look like and start doing actions that align with your values and purpose will start to come from that, despite the outcome.
0: Oh, I love that because it's uh, interesting you say that because whether it is success or happiness, again, I think those kind of go hand in hand and correlate because I think we live in a society today with, you know, if you're on Instagram or TikTok uh maybe face not as much like facebook the old school way people but people
1: don't really use facebook that much anymore i guess except for like our generation and older yeah, yeah yeah no i think
0: the younger they really don't i, yeah. I don't yeah. Yeah. yeah but the addiction scrolling that one um like say the instagrams the tiktoks whatever dopamine dopamine hits which i think it's so easy and again, i i was a victim of this um and at times i still am but i try and be better at it. it's like comparing yourself you know am i happy i'm seeing all these people that are on mm-hmm. Beaches and traveling, or you know, families and the, their beautiful yeah. kids, and making the,
1: thousands of dollars a day.
0: Yeah, or yeah, you, yeah, doing the, you throw in the money aspect. Like, am I am I happy? Like, like I, I don't have these. Like, am I unhappy because I don't have these things? Like, you just get and should.
1: So, and the question is, sh- do you think you should be unhappy because you're not going after those things?
0: Exactly. So it's just so many mental mind games. But a couple of years ago, I mean, I'm just so thankful for my friend group. Uh, that allows me to be the goofy self that I am. Oh yeah, dude, oh my god. <laughs> um, and then on top of that, I'm very thankful now for a job I have that gives me a community uh, where again, I can be my my goofy, fun self. Yeah. And, like I literally wore my pink hoodie that says goofing the other day and I had multiple people comment like, that is so you, it's so wonderful. The idea to be able to freely express yourselves, because I've also been in a job that did not really allow you to do that, it's kind of more, nothing against this, but not the biggest fan of it. Um, the old like you know it's almost like you're going to uh school like tucking your shirt um uh dress shoes all the rules all the rules. line yeah. yeah i'm like dude we're in a day in society where you got to be you you got to be able to freely yeah. express who you are but being in those kind of surroundings has helped me really understand what is important to me and i think what brings me the most happiness and success to that met is is creating like memories and doing things with other people and um, and just doing things that you love. So, for example, for me, I love going to movies. Mm-hmm. So I will almost always go see a movie, uh, whether or not anyone can make it with me. But another kind of more bolder one that I did a couple of years ago, <laughs> and I was uh, doing better a little bit a little bit better financially, and I was like, you know what, fuck it, I'm going to go uh, to New Jersey um, and ride the tallest roller coaster in the world, uh, the Kingda King Ka. Kingda
1: Ka, yeah. <laughs> I've watched so many like POV videos on YouTube of doing that. That's just a dream of mine to go on that roller
0: coaster. Dude, yeah, I was like, I'm going to do it. I also went to go see a a movie premiere uh, for Movie Clerks 3. And I'm a big fan of Kevin Smith and his movies. Yeah. (laughs) And that was such a surreal experience. I mean, the theater, it wasn't like your typical AMC or whatever, it was like a 1,200 person auditorium.
1: Oh, cool. So you really got to experience the emotion. Screening location, yeah. yeah,
0: People clapping. Like, honestly, the best way I can describe it is if there's any Scream fans out there, and Scream 2...
1: Whenever they have the meta movie? Yes, yes. yeah.
0: (laughs) And so it's just, there's like people like... Cheering and standing up like it, it, obviously no one dies and died stab. there <laughs>
1: Yeah, stab right, stab. yeah.
0: Um, But yeah, no, it was just being in a joyous audience like that Experiencing that moment and that just really goes. say so those things are so important to me and that that brings me happiness Like my travels roller coasters movies uh, Reading books. I mean I, if, if I'm doing these things I, I Have no reason not to be happy not not to okay. be happy, you know, you know
1: why why because no one can take that from you Mmm it's an important thing to understand and this is where my alignment lies like I'll be honest with you like the amount of money I make is 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 decent like and th- but I don't make like great money and no. For a while there, like I was trying to chase, like I tried to set up like a Shopify account. Oh. I to figure out how to like start doing side hustles. This was a few months ago. And I got really depressed doing it.
0: Because you felt inside it
1: wasn't you. Well, that was the ultimate resistance. But okay. I, at the time, it was also because I felt like I should be doing it. And whenever I was not dedicating emotion or time to it, like after work, I felt like a failure. Mm. And yeah. so that's whenever I started to, to really sit with what What is it that matters to me? You know, and this is whenever you and I first started recording episodes, but we weren't like fully in it yet. Yeah. So like my purpose was trying to come from a place that my purpose doesn't come from. My purpose does not come from the amount of money that I make. Yes, I want to be able to support my household and my future children. You know, I want that. And But the my girlfriend makes more money than me. And like a lot of men so, would be like, this is fucking embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. But for me, I'm like, go get it, boss. Like she's Dude. a fucking pro at her job and she has earned that shit. And so like her success, her story is so different than mine. And they're not, one is not less valuable than the other because of a number. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we're all on our own journeys. And so like, I love that you bring up what your passions are because they bring you so much joy and no one can ever take that from you. No one can ever say you can't do that. Like as long as you're able to access the things that you love and bring that, the the goofy self that you have into the world then your purpose is being fulfilled and no one can no one can interrupt that
0: and you just used one of my favorite words is fulfilled or fulfillment yeah i think when you when you chase that i mean that's where the again the real magic is it's not money or monetary value like um again like a couple of years ago was in the mortgage industry during the refi boom and that's when i made the most money i've ever made in my life for a couple of years in a row but Sure, did it? Was it able to provide you know maybe more luxuries, so to speak, about you know an extra vacation here or there? Yes, but I, there it just still wasn't fulfilling inside, you know, because I wasn't doing the work that gave me value. And I don't know, I, I just think there's so much. In, that's the that's in a keyword is valued work. Yeah, like mm-hmm. what you said, yeah, like you know your your own values. But I think just doing work that and there's something about doing something for someone else. I'm gonna say there's there's so many people I see like, you know. Get rich and you know do this to get rich but like I, I don't know there's just some there's just a big difference if, if, if you're not doing it with some other people or helping other people along the way what's the point yeah I don't I know th-
1: I think that's like where I don't think I could do that fully like those side hustles especially like a lot of them are are literally like taking other people's content and uploading them like it, it's literally a cheat code for making money as well, on TikTok. like people do this they will Take other people's content, like Mr. Beast, you know Mr. Beast. Like I know, I've, like, I've
0: honestly recently just heard of him like a couple but months he's ago. He's
1: like the biggest YouTuber in the world. He makes yeah. like so much oh, money. Yeah, And so people will take his content and like screen cap it or download it through like a YouTube downloader. And then they will put it on TikTok and caption it and just split it up into parts. And like the more mm. views you get, the, the more opportunity you have to make money. Like every million views gets you like... I don't know like a 100 bucks or something. like you know, that's a that, that that I'm pulling that number out of my ass. Yeah. But like the idea is for every so many views you do get money. Right. And so people are just copy pasting each other and like it's an easy way to make money, but is it a valuable way to yeah, make Is it authentic? Money? It's like, not. Like and I tried that for a bit too and then I was like this is not me. Like this is not what I care about. I'd much rather be making the same amount of money I'm making right now doing something that I'm really good at that I don't love, but I'm good at and I I do get joy out of it at times, than to try and like chase this shit where like I wake up and then I'm just stealing other people's shit or like copy pasting each other like these conversations that you want to have are vulnerable.
0: It's it's just real. And, it, and
1: it's real and it matters and to me way also, more than anything else. And
0: a lot of it isn't really we should we have like an idea but it's not scripted. It's 100%. No,
1: like I have some ideas jotted down on an it's called untitled document on, <laughs> on Google Docs right now. And it's something where, you know, I want to reference it for later, yeah. but you and I are just sipping on a beer right now, like having our our genuine loving conversations with each other like two adults can do and should do more often.
0: Yes, absolutely. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and also, I forget, so if you don't mind me, walk me through a little bit more about your, because um, again, I haven't done it, but since it's so recent, so you, you have been trying to do these other projects. I know, this is just new for me. I didn't know this about you. See? Yeah, see, we're
1: learning more um, about each other.
0: So, but yeah, like you found yourself like in the evenings just trying to to do new, to do new things, and you could just felt feel inside that like, I don't
1: know, you, you just weren't, it wasn't bringing you happiness. Well, it brings two, emo- like two, I won't say emotions, but like two concepts to the forefront of my mind whenever this happens. So yes, yeah, so this was back in like October, November, maybe whenever I first moved in with Andrea, um, what I was doing is I was, and I used Mr. Beast as a reference because that's, that's whose content I was taking. Like I was taking it and I was using a, an app called cap cut, and this is in no way an endorsement or <laughs> a recommendation to try this. This is just what I did, put it into cap cut. AI can use, um, you can use AI to, to get captions automatically put on the, on, the, on the video. So you have it cropped where it's smaller than the whole screen, so it can all fit into the screen. You have the captions below and then you have like some crazy title above where it's like, you know, Mr. Beast buys a million dollar car, drives a, the most expensive car in the world, part one. Hmm. And then like you just, you download the whole YouTube, you cut it into like 59 seconds or a minute long. And then you just upload each part like intermittently, like every few hours you upload a new part
0: interesting, yeah. wow, and, and that so,
1: draws in a lot of views. I mean, I was only getting like a few hundred views because you have to break the algorithm you have to do it consistently right mm. um, and but hey, while, at a
0: future episode <laughs> 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 but
1: the but the thing I realized while I was trying to do that is it's a bullshit way to try and feed a system that is not constructive don't get me wrong like at some point you and i will be on TikTok. is, is the dream to have yeah. video out because that's how people like to consume content but it's going to be content you and i care about not mm. just putting shit out there that someone else did that's that's a really lazy thing to do and i don't think that i want to be rewarded like that one of my favorite that's not what would make me considered successful in my own eyes 100
0: and one of my favorite quotes or lines is if you do, if you do what uh, like says, if you do what is easy, life will be hard. If but you do what is hard, life, life will, will be, be easy.
1: easy. I love that. Yeah.
0: So I mean, that's that's kind of always stuck with me, and I just yeah, again, I try to be self aware. Like if this is too easy, like like that's I know I, I want it to be a little harder because it's, it's also more rewarding. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's another thing that's more. Yeah, I don't know. Like when you do hard work. And you really put yourself out there it's more rewarding which again i think just really goes to show you another thing that i've learned again when i was kind of just trying to decipher like what is this bringing me happiness am i happy and it was all in my head is i I learned that this idea of like chasing happiness or being happy is just so arbitrary it's not black and white it's like it's not a one size fits all. It's an yeah. ebbs and flows thing, just like with life. Like, and I I learned to understand that, and that was a big lesson for me. And just understand like it's gonna be like this, but I'm gonna do my best to like do things that still bring me that sense of that will give me memories and uh, and sense of joy and things to look back on. Um, I'm just not trying to dwell on the hard stuff, uh, but yeah, just like understanding that life is ebbs and flows, and just wanting to go do hard work, valued work, because again, I think that will give you you're gonna be more of a productive citizen. I, I heard that one in a podcast, too, not super long ago, it was like, I would like to help be a part of, well, this is one of my dreams of being a dad one day, is I would love to raise and foster a, a, a kid, as a child, to be a productive citizen to, to society. I think there's no more rewarding thing in life than doing that.
1: But then you have to ask a question, what does it mean to be productive? And then right. you have to remember, that child will decide what's productive true because they'll define their own success too like is being productive being a part of the the you know the the worker bee like you know just just like is that what that means to be productive or does it mean to to volunteer your time does it mean to to donate does it mean to to do something that you care about that brings authenticity into the world
0: yeah, as long as they are bringing that to, again, whether it's a job, whether it's volunteering, whether it's their own business, an they'll entrepreneur, decide. they'll decide. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, as long as it's with like the good core values, authenticity, um, kindness okay. and that's a big one kindness, Jesus Christ. Um, and um, yeah, and if, if we could help foster a movement or people into just leading that kind of more life, I think that is one of the most. Rewarding senses of work that
1: you could do. Oh yeah, I agree. And to go off of your point about like being a dad, obviously I want to be a dad someday too, you know. And Andrew and I have talked about that. And I remember last July, she and I were flying back from Houston after visiting visiting both of our families down there. Um, I was curious about it because she and I, of course, were only six months in at that point or whatever. And I said, "What? Why do you want to have kids?" And it's a question that like. Most people don't really think about like I want to have kids because I want to have kids. Like that's just part of what I've envisioned my life to be. And she was like, I don't know how to answer that. She's like, Do you know your answer for that? And I was like, Yeah, I do. Oh yeah, I know mine. (laughs) I was like, Mine is I want to bring someone into the world that I can simultaneously teach and learn from at the same time while providing a loving.
0: Dude, that second part and learn from. I mean, that's what I hear a lot of parents say is like, I've learned so much from my kids even right. though
1: they're, they're tiny little people who have yeah. so
0: few experiences Cause it just out. goes to show you there's so much to learn out
1: there right. i don't
0: know like that's what life is all about it's yeah. a constant learning game and um no that's cool that you say that too because yeah. that's one of mine yeah yeah
1: and i think it's great because like my future in-laws you know i love them so much like i Andrea and I spend a lot of time, especially with her brother and his family, and I get along so well with those boys and I mean their daughter, you know, just turned one a couple months ago. So like, you know, she's not fully online yet, so to speak. But you know, she's she's such a sweetheart. And like, whenever I'm with all of them, like we have this amazing sense of like community and being around each other. But like all those kids coming from the same parents are so different. Mm -hmm. You know, and so like you can't you will learn from each of them because Yes, genetically they are, you know, the same combination of things, but how it's expressed and how they experience life is going to be unique, and nothing will ever be like it. Yeah. Again. Yep. You know what I mean? I love that. Thanks, I love you. that.
0: Thanks. <laughs> nice. um, well, no, Amanda, this has uh, been phenomenal. Uh, is there was there anything else on success or uh, happiness that you kind of wanted to touch well, on? I
1: think I'd just like to outline a couple points. Um, yeah. On on what. On things we can do as yeah. people right because like action steps action steps it is so easy to get wrapped up in what other people are doing or how the world just is that we we, we it alters our our perception of, of really where our emotions should be pulled back to like I'll, I'll refer to a book that I referred to in my first podcast podcast that I did Um, it's called, uh, the four agreements. And this is the first book that I read, like trying to get, to learn me better, you know, and to like grow as a person after my divorce and, and, and moving, you know, like six, seven times. Um, it's by Don Miguel Ruiz. He's a Mexican author. He's like a holistic practitioner, like a shaman essentially. And this guy has four it's just called the four agreements, four essential rules that you can implement into your life to be happier immediately. And again, happiness, success, they feed into each other. Mm-hmm. You're able to do these things, you're able to let go of things that you can't control, work on what you can, right? Mm-hmm. And so the first one he says is just to be honest with your word. Wow. Um, so whenever you speak to someone, if you say you're going to do something barring you know a catastrophe or, or something interfering, you say you're going to do it, you do it. You be honest with people. If someone's asking you how do you feel about something, find a a way to with composure still be able to express your own perspective or how you feel about something because people don't know what's going on in your head right they don't know all they know is what you say they also know what you do right so focus on what you can say focus on what you say and what you do and everything else is background noise that's number one number two is do not make assumptions so often we get stuck in these ruts where we we think that the person who was who was driving next to us and merged into our land, they were being malicious or something. Like, you know, we assume that they're just a bad person. But if you pull back from that and just decide, like, I don't know what's going on with them. Maybe they're having a bad day. Maybe something's going on, let it be. It keeps you in a balance in 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 your emotional state. You don't give it to them, right? Mm-hmm. Like you don't engage in road rage. You don't, you don't think that how someone is treating you is a reflection of you, but rather you understand that it's a reflection of them and they're their own person. Right. So you don't make assumptions. Three, you also don't take things personally, which can fight, which can go into the same scenarios, right? right. Whenever you don't take things personally, you realize the universe isn't out to get you. God isn't out to get you. People, most people aren't out to get you. Most people don't even know that you exist. Like, right. So all you got to do is just realize that other people have their own complex lives going on and there's a beautiful word for that whenever you meditate on and focus on the fact that other people have lives just as complex as you they've been through really good shit really bad shit they have a story to tell it's called sonder sonder is the word the feeling that you get whenever you look at people walking down the street and you realize their lives is are just as complex just as convoluted just as strange and bizarre as yours yeah right so remember that those people have exactly what's going on with them you have what's going on with you and don't bridge that gap by thinking that things that happen to you are personal between people or just things that happen in the world things we, we live in a, an insanely complex and bizarre reality
0: and into you know? and, and, and that uh, and I want to hear it for it as well but like that really when I hear that I immediately think of that is why you are always lead with kindness. I don't know. Like I know it's hard. Oh, that's good. You know, it's always hard. Sometimes, you know, like you're having a tough day yourself and whatnot, but just do your best to lead live with kindness. I mean, because again, you don't know what they're going through in their in their life, uh, whether that makes them cause to merge all aggressive and whatnot. But and if someone really is just straight up being a dick, I don't just let them do it. You know, that's them. They're in that moment of don't headspace that they want to like say don't take it personally and so um, but yeah if you just lead with and it's funny I was um, I learned <clears throat> someone put this in their uh, LinkedIn thing uh, bio was like it started with kindness matters and I know I just I felt like that it just really spoke to me I, I I heard this like six months ago but yeah yeah lead with kindness and I think always lead with that
1: I think that's wonderful and I'll say that I think a lot of people in their free time, whenever they're not interacting with the world or interacting with media, that's making them feel down or feel like life is really hard. I think we meditate on a lot of beautiful things. And we, I think the kindness lasts longer. Mm -hmm. I think I can look back, like the silly little petty things that might have happened in my life. I don't my brain doesn't hold on to that. Like unless you're no, unless you hold grudges like, you know, like I hold on to the the beautiful little moments, you know, having amazing moments with people I don't even know, having, you know, those are the memories I want to keep with me. The other ones can fall off. Like, it happened in the moment it's gone. Yep. But yep. those shape us in a, in a much more beautiful way, I think. I love it. Thank I love you. it. And was, was there a fourth one? Or was that? There is, yes. Yeah. The fourth one, and this, again, it pulls it to just what you can do. Always do your best. Mm -hmm. In everything that you do, and I think it kind of ties into what you said about kindness, like uh, leading with kindness and and approaching with kindness. If you approach things that even you don't want to do, like something as silly as doing chores or even having like a really annoying thing to do for work, like if you approach it with... I'm just gonna, I'm like, I'm gonna crush this. I'm just gonna go fucking crush it. I had, I've had this mentality for the last two weeks at my job and my job is not fun. I don't, (laughs) but I have every day I wake up and I'm like, I'm gonna fucking crush it. And then I crush it and I'm like, I crushed it today. And then like, I feel really good in the days where I like half ass or feel like I'm half assing or feel like I just can't fully just engage in my job are the days where I feel I I look back and I'm like, man, I could have done better. Mm, And your best isn't always going to look 100%, right? It's 100% of whatever your gauge is at. But whenever you just fight through, in that moment, if it's something you have to do responsibility, do it with all you have. And I I will highlight this until I fucking die. Whenever you think about how relationships work and how they end, right, I can look back on my divorce, and I can look back on all the things that I could have done better, even though that relationship was bound to end grateful for it. I'm glad it happened. I'm glad she's where she's at now. I'm glad I'm where I'm at now. But I learned that if you don't do your best, you may always question how things could have gone. Mm -hmm. But if you you do your best, you have no regrets. Because you're like, I did my best, and it didn't work out you know and, yeah no I, it, that matters so much to me
0: and it's so interesting I think that is one thing you also when I kind of study success or read books on success or personal development they talk a lot about yeah like trying to live a life with no regrets and I know that sounds so silly you know because it's like sure you're gonna have some regrets but I don't know man. like again if you just re- really lead with honesty and kindness the regrets lessen. because again you just look back and you're like I did my best exactly and there's so much else can be done life will turn out the way it is and Um, but yeah, like I, there's something to be said with, yeah, leading with that honesty and kindness. So,
1: and I think like, and I'll look back on that and you know, and then we can wrap up. Um, I look back on that marriage. I look back on how I approached even a job I had during that marriage and I'm like, once that all ended and now of course I'm grateful for how it all happened. Like I wouldn't change a single thing, but it makes me so much more present in my own relationship now where i'm like i i want to engage like i want to i want to give it my all people mm-hmm. it's almost like once things start to happen to you it's like life chips away at your capacity to try mm. and i do not want people to let that happen right because no matter what we're all going to the same place yep no matter what we are all going to pass away we are all going to We're going to have for eternity written our small story into the stone of history. Do not look back and think it could have been different. Look back and think, I did everything I could. Yep. That's how I feel.
0: I love it. Thanks, I love it. (laughs) And I'm going to kind of sign off before we do our Attitude for Gratitude segment. Mm -hmm. Um, I think if you are ever kind of, in today's crazy world of let's say so much dopamine hits as you said yeah. of like seeing like like falling into this uh, mindset of comparing and which is stealing the the sense of joy and happiness that you could be experiencing now just do things you love um, mm-hmm. uh, you know like for example i'm gonna give a shout out to this woman because i I, 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 I admire her so much and the work that she does uh, she's a co-worker as well uh, but she loves to bake. And I don't know. I think baking. I, I I just love. I can feel her love in the baking that she does. Mm-hmm. She brings the the food, um, the, the treats to us at work sometimes. <laughs> and I don't know I, I, I honestly think I like, again like, not to sound cheesy, but like you can like taste the love in the in the food. Um, and I, I don't know. I I just think like just doing things like that. Like again, doing things you love. I think just really, like you said earlier, meditate, harmonize with yourself. What is going to bring me happiness? Like say for me, that's going to movies or concerts or roller coasters and things like that. Um, you know, listening to podcasts, reading a book on a patio, like those are just really hone in on like what can bring you happiness instead of, you know seeing these dopamine hits and thinking you making you think that everyone is all living this happy, perfect life and success when it's much different than
1: that. Exactly. and And also, I think it's important to stress that that is one facet of their life. We, we are not we are multifaceted beings. hmm. And just because one person has, you know, your dream car, your dream house, or, or goes, you know, travels the way that they do, they may have, you know, physical ailments that you don't have to worry about, they may have family history that you haven't had to endure. Like, there are so many aspects of what rounds out a person, and what makes them a human being. Yep. So do not forget that just because they have one thing going really well for them, it does not mean that their life is perfect. It is impossible to have a perfect life. Yep. But you can have the best life by doing everything again.
0: One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Well, no. Uh, now as we kind of transition into uh, um, attitude for gratitude, Jeremy. Uh, earlier, you you gave a. As you were kind of talking about it. Can you give your own synopsis just to kind of refresh our listeners who maybe are listening to this episode first? Like, What is this segment?
1: So Attitude for Gratitude, we came up with kind of on a whim. I mean, you brought up the idea of just stressing how important it is to find connections in everyday life, right? Mm -hmm. Because we don't have meaningful conversations every day. (laughs) No, yeah, yeah. And and that's not the only way that we connect with people is through sharing ideas or sharing perspectives, but also just being able to witness, and I'm going to go back to the word sonder here, witness the Individualism of being a human, mm. and attitude for gratitude for me is being able to really highlight and appreciate what it what it means to have even just mundane, everyday isms as I'm going to yeah. call them with other people, and being able to appreciate those and understand that that is that has value too. Mm-hmm. This has, a, I mean, I love the value that we both get from this but i also love having the value of meeting a person one time and them m- making my day making me feel like they they did their best or that they made me feel seen or heard cuz we don't we don't remember that people are owed that oh yeah people are owed feeling like a person yes yes so that that's my that would be my definition of it oh
0: love that love that and um I'm going to go ahead and share mine uh, real quick, and uh, uh, this is a uh, a woman that I've actually known for about a year now, uh, but she is my pizza lady, so to speak, uh, so every now and then whenever I get the chance, I go to uh, Glory Day's Pizza on Shawnee Mission Parkway um, over out here in Shawnee, Kansas, and fun fact, that is actually a Topeka locally owned joint, uh, but the one in Shawnee is, is their newer one. It's been around for about a year and a half or whatever. Anyway. I go in there on the sometimes Fridays, that's pepperoni pizza day for Donnie. And uh, <laughs> uh this lady just since day one is like she greets you like, Hey hun uh you know, and just like uh like hey, you know, like and just like uh just so welcoming, but yet yeah, she always says hey hun and uh like uh, what can I get you today? What can I get you today? And um anyway, she always gives me now a free slice of pizza. It's wild. Like, oh, that's yeah. so cool. Yeah. Her name's Cassie. I asked her that the other day because I was like, what's your name? I, I, I feel so bad. I don't know your name yet. But she just always has this such welcoming, homey energy. And she's like, some people just call me, you know, mama or, uh, you know, old lady or whatever. She's oh not even God. that old. I know she's <laughs> not even that old. But yeah, yeah. She's like, mama, me, i serving pizza over here. And, but, she just really encompasses you and makes you feel so good for for being there and, and having a good time. And, like, that to me, I honestly couldn't even think of a better one of the better examples for attitude for gratitude because, I mean, this woman just makes you feel seen and heard uh, just with her daily job. And, like, say that really embodies what we're looking here um, for uh, when, when we do this segment. Oh, I so, agree. Yeah. That's
1: great, dude. I love that.
0: How about you, brother? Anyone that you kind of maybe came across with or even like say this person I've I've known for a year, so maybe
1: even beyond. So funnily enough, I'm actually going to reference something that happened earlier today. Oh. Yeah. So whenever we were starting here, this is the first time Donald and I have used this room. Yeah. We we have never been in here, but I've never seen it. You sent me pictures a couple of weeks ago. And so we came in here and I noticed one of these cables in here was busted and like, there's two women who work at—they both are employees here. Yeah. Right? Yep. Yeah. They, and they work uh, kind of at the front desk in this kind of clubhousey type area in your new apartment complex. And, like, genuinely, they, they came in. We, you expressed your concern about it because I was like, this isn't going to work. And thankfully, we had our own cable for this. And they, they walked in and they, they genuinely seemed like, A, they cared about what we were doing because we were concerned about it, and then, B, they were able to quickly get it rectified for whoever's going to use this place in the future. And so, like, I, even though, yes, it's their job, like, they came in with, like, with urgency, and then they also were curious about what we were doing in here. Oh yeah, that, they and really that, were. And I thought that was wonderful. Like, like uh, they were like, "Oh, what's it about?" And like, it didn't, it didn't seem, um, it didn't seem contrived or forced. Oh yeah, it was very like, oh. And we were talking about how like two vulnerable dudes having conversations about you know mental health and what we think is important and how to live a happier life. And they're like, wow. And like, and one of them was you know probably in her early twenties maybe. And, yeah. and the other one is probably in her late forties maybe early fifties, yeah. and like they were just like two genuine people, and I was like. Hence why I moved here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like so I think that was just awesome. Like and again, whenever you look for it, you will find it.
0: Dude, yeah. And I literally wasn't even joking, hence why I moved here. Because again, I, I I felt that vibe when I saw these ladies first. There's a few other ones too, but I even asked them the other day, I was like, How did you guys all meet each other? Because it's almost too perfect how well you synergize together, let alone run this place. It's it's insane. But again, I, I say that because you could feel their energy too. Oh, it's medium. so yeah. Authentic and, and uh, welcoming and homey and warm, warm, yeah, yeah. and yeah. wow, what a way uh, to! And I'm, I'm glad you kind of said that because it makes me reaffirm this, the move to live here. You know, for oh, many yeah. other reasons, but oh, absolutely. Uh, but no, uh, Jeremy, as always, Jerbear, Kieran, <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> uh, it is always a, a blast to be here with you, brother. Um, I can't wait for next time. And uh, with that, we'll say, you know. Until next week, and stay epic, family.
1: Yep, stay epic, baby. And again, um, you guys are the best for even taking the time. Um, we will, we will uh, continue to work on this and, and turn it into something special. So thank you guys very much for tuning in, and we will talk to you next time.